Hello and welcome to the knock-on Casey Lawrence scoreline.ie's weekly rugby podcast. Hello gentlemen, Paddy Round and Tom Crotty join us. We might have James Blanchfield on with us in a little while. Lads, how are things? All good, Steve. All very good, all very good. That's it. Um, plenty of action going on. You were in action last weekend. Of course, a big weekend with the Towns Cup coming up as well on uh, Sunday. So we'll discuss all that. We'll start with you, Paddy. You were out in action last weekend and uh, kept the old momentum going with Tullow anyway. Good win over Ashburn. Yeah, thanks, Stephen. And uh, greetings from Marseille. Uh, yeah, it was a great two weeks for Tullow. We haven't recorded for the last few weeks. But um, yeah, Tullow had back-to-back wins, both very narrow, but it does put us in a, a good position in the league, in Division 1A. We're probably now safe, um, and hopefully if we get a winner to do more, we'll, make, we'll stay in the top four. We're now in the top four, and if we stay in the top four, we'll be able to play in the All-Ireland Junior Cup next year, which would be a nice little... A uh, new venture for, for a small club like Tullow. Uh, so yeah, um, the Ashburn match last week was um, one we expected to win handy enough, but it turned out really? anything but. Um, Sean was playing in the centre and uh, uh, Ashburn had been hammered by Wicklow about two weeks ago, something like 40 score points to five. So, um, but they really put it up to us and um, it turned out a reasonably high scoring match, 29-22. And our last try came fairly close to the end. Martin Cole again delivering for Tullo. Uh, and that was the, the fourth try. And it was obviously the, the, the bonus point try. So, yeah, it leaves us in a... Nice, comfortable position in Division 1A. Uh, the previous week against Wicklow was always going to be a, a cliffhanger with Tullo and Wicklow over the last few years, whether it's 1A or 1B, have had some mighty battles. And that was the week that all the matches were called off on the Sunday, including Carlos and Kilkenny's match. But... Uh, the matches on the Saturday went ahead, but it still was very, very stormy. Quite a strong wind. Tullow played with that wind in the first half. It wasn't the direct wind, it was diagonal. And Wicklow ended up getting a try just before half time, uh, which really set up the second half to in their favour. But luckily, um, Tullow came very strong in the second half. And um, there was a number of scores. Wicklow had a penalty near the end to um, uh, and and could have gone for the corner. There were t- two points ahead at the time, but they went for the penalty, which put them five points ahead. And that gave Tullow the chance to go back up the field, which we did. And um, it was the last play of the game. There was about 10 or 15 phases. Martin Cole was involved three times, I'd say, in the in the run. And the big, strong man that he is, he was at the end of the last phase to score a try uh, to put us one point behind. And uh, Paul Canavan, or Pookie, as we, he's better known as in Tullow, 
had to come up with a difficult enough conversion, particularly com considering the wind. And he'd missed a few easy enough kicks in the first half, but he got a, an amazing penalty um, or conversion to put us two points ahead or one point ahead to win that match. And Wicklow heads just went down. They were, it was a, it was a nearly a 10 point match because we were close together in the league before that. And uh, it put us well ahead of them. And um, so we're, we're, thankfully we're comfortable enough in the league now in terms of staying up. And possibly if we win another match or two, uh, we might even stay in the top four. We, we have three games left. Seapoint away is our next game. They are top of the table. But the last few results across the, the league show that there's, no, there's nothing much between the teams. We then have Monkstown away, and we, or before that, we have Gorey at home. So I'd like to think we'd get four points out of those games and maybe a bit more. So that, that would leave us in the top four, which would be a nice little uh, new venture for us next year to play in the All-Ireland Junior Cup. Um, apart from that, Stephen, uh, our ladies had no matches the last two weeks. We've got a walkover last weekend against Railway Union. Not because Railway Union were near the field, but their senior ladies were playing in a... Uh, a senior cup match and they didn't want to uh, they needed their subs from the ladies so we got a, a walk over there uh, and before that we'd no game the week before that so the ladies are well top of their division now and are looking pretty good to uh, to, to top that their league and yeah, of course the, again, that's right yeah so Black Rock should be the, the, we beat them already in Tullow, so fairly handy. So you'd hope we'd hope to be. We're fairly confident about that one. And as for our underage teams, they they are they're all doing pretty good. Tom can talk about the Rhinos, but uh, there was a most of our teams had good wins in the Leinster League last weekend. Bar our the 13th, 14th, 16th, all won their matches. Uh, the 18s were beaten by a tie and. There's a great old rivalry between our 18s and the tie going back to when they were 13. So that'll be an interesting uh, battle as, as the season peters out. Um, I think the, the, uh, the, the ladies had one good win, Tom, I think, and then one loss. So uh, that's it, Stephen. Um, as I say, greetings from our side. There's a blue sky and the sun is shining. I'll show it to you there. That's very nice and swanky. Is that your boat down here, Paddy? That's, that's making us all very jealous here now. And I'm looking out at dark skies, about the rain, cold. Well, Tom, um, I just, can I just say you're welcome to it, Tom? That's no yeah. problem, Parker. And uh, it's a very, very late kickoff tonight. Tonight, I know this will probably uh, this this recording will be after the event. Uh, but from where we're sitting now, it's a 50-50 match and um, a 9 o'clock kickoff, which makes it very late. There'll be a lot of pints drunk between now and then. But anyway, Stephen, uh, that's it. And I suppose I should concur with Stephen. You something mentioned to me during yesterday, that that awful, awful tragedy in Carlo, uh, which is transcends 
anything to do with rugby, whether it's Tullow, Carlo, Kilkenny or Ireland. Um, just so tragic. And some of those families had connections with Tullow Rugby. So we, we just extend our sympathies to all the families. It's it's just unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely, Paddy. We uh, totally agree with that as well. Um, Paddy, we'll let you go there. Um, you have a bye this weekend in the Towns Cup, so we'll catch up with Tom and that about uh, Carlo's game this weekend. But uh, enjoy the weekend. And uh, as Paddy said, this has been recorded before the France-Ireland match, so it could be you could be listening to it after the game, so you know how it went. But fingers crossed it all went well anyway in the future. <laughs> Paddy, we'll leave, okay. it, we'll leave you there. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. That's uh, Paddy Brown from Tuller Rugby Club, of course, over in Marseille, Tom, while we're stuck here looking out at the, the dull, overcast, lovely weather that we have here in Ireland. It's, at least it's warm and a bit sort of, uh, what do you call it, mild. But anyway. Um, That's it. No, no, offense, no offense, Paddy, if you're listening to this afterwards. Uh, I'm delighted you're gone because I was looking at blue skies and Irish flags and I was very, very jealous. So. Fancy I'm happy boats he's, uh, and everything. <laughs> Absolutely. I kept I, I think I said earlier we'll let you go to the Stade de France. I forgot it's in Marseille. He said it there at the end. Um yeah, no, that's it. A nice venue as well, um, Tom, for, for a match that place as well. Of course, the Stade de France is busy, isn't it? It's tied up um at the moment. So they've had to move their Six Nations match uh for the first round. There's something going on there. I can't remember what it is, something anyway. Um Right, no sign of James Blanchfield, but just in terms of Kilkenny last weekend, they were in action as well. They had a good win over Dundalk, 29-7. So Kilkenny, uh, you know, getting a good win there as well. And they're in Towns Cup action this weekend. They're up against Clondalk in, in Fugstown. Um, so back into the action again. Of course, Kilkenny, they beaten finalists uh, last year in the Towns Cup by Tullow, just by a fingertip, I think. Just losing you there, Stephen, if you can hear me. Your sound is gone, Stephen. Tom, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, perfect, yeah. perfect. You may go there back over what you just said because I'm not, I'm not a good lip reader, and I and I yeah. say the general public aren't I? Your grand, I don't know. I think the headset, headset is gone. This could be a bit extra. Um, no, we're just talking about the Towns Cup. Um, for anyone listening, um, of course, Kilkenny are in action this weekend. They're up against Clondalk, and they have a home match against Clondalk, and they're in Fugstown. Kilkenny, of course, beaten finalists last year and the winners year before, so they'll be looking to get back into the business end of it again. Uh, this year, a lot of players departed, I suppose, in it. Bit of rebuilding going on in Kilkenny, but they love this competition as well, Tom, like we all do. And uh, they're going to have a good crack at Clondalkin at home now on Sunday as well. And I was just saying as well, there's a good win over Dundalk in the league last weekend, 29-7. Now yourselves, you were in league action last weekend against Delisal Palmerston and uh, 12-5 win there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, huge win. I know uh, like the score the score was tight enough. It was uh, it finished up 12-5 to us. Um 
Look, we always knew going up to nobody has got uh, real results coming out of Delisal. Delisal know they're second from the bottom, but they they've lost all their games at home. You know, with the losing bonus points, so we knew um, we had to be uh, careful going up there because um, the type of team uh, the results don't show actually how good they are. They potentially, you know, they have they have a couple of really really good players, especially their number eight, um, but. They're kind of a risky team. We were just a bit worried that you know they uh, they could have a banana skin going up to Dallasal. So when we arrived up, it was um, woeful conditions. There, there was a fierce wind. Like, it was dry, but there was a fierce wind. A kind of sort of across the pitch, maybe down down into one corner. Um, our um, seconds played first. They were down on a lower level, and you could see from their game, um, they got out a really good result. Um, to get them back on winning track, uh, they beat De La Salle seconds, um, in, in a in a good in a good game that was the they played before the first. So we got to look at the, kind of the conditions and see when we we knew with the wind that was in it, um, this game was going to be tight. The pitch was also very very heavy, um, with the rain that uh, the rain that came down, um, over the past couple of weeks, their pitch was. Uh, uh, great nick, but just really soft underground. So we knew it was going to be tricky. Um, we had a good start. A good start to the game. Uh, we kept hammering away. We were hammering tongs off the line. We're kind of didn't. We weren't accurate enough. We didn't get. A, we didn't get the scores that we should have got. And then their number eight got a, a yellow card. And even when he was when he went off, we. Um, we struggled to struggle to score. We we're just making little errors, um, couple of line out errors, a couple of decisions where the ref didn't go away, um, just missed out probably on an opportunity there to get get an extra get that score in first. And uh, you know, may, we probably we also had probably may have just kicked a penalty and instead and just re, kind of reset ourselves and and, and come back, but. Look, I I think that as we're kind of a bit nervous and we've we've come through a, a good few games and so we probably had a dodgy enough start. Then we um, got a got a break and we got Johnny Crosley went over in the corner, superb back try, I have to say. Um, took it took his um, took his uh, score really really well. Uh, the penalty, uh, the conversion. Then we thought was we thought was going over, and just as it was coming towards the post, I was actually doing lines from behind. I was about to raise up my flag, and a gust of wind came, and just to show you the strength of wind, the ball actually turned and stopped and dropped dropped before the post. So uh, that was five. <laughs> it was five up. We went down the other end. Then the ball, uh, they worked their way up and. Uh, Got into got into our half and then they got penalty kicked into the kicked into the corner, and uh, they got a try from that. So it's five all for a long time. Uh, went into the went into the break at five all. Uh, we were actually kind of very worried because the wind then, uh, the Sal would have had the wind, and for the, I would say, for at least. Well, Jordan side was probably about ten minutes. They hammered off our line. Our the defense so absolutely superb. Uh, I don't know how the lads did it because uh, they got pen- they got a couple of penalties. Uh, De La Salle tapped and goes. The lads just just kept on on on, on digging really in. Uh, 
then we got a kind of a break and went back up went back up the field um and worked our, worked our way and got a got in got into kind of into their corner and uh stuck there for a little while and then got a lovely lovely break uh lovely backs move uh, started off with just the previous Richie White made it. Just saw a gap and went through it and, and, and got us right up right up to the twenty two and uh, we flashed the ball across, across the wing and, and Johnny and Fairness, who was having a cracking season, got in and not only did he get in but he had the cheek then to give it a little skip behind the line and got right got right in and Ben was able to get the conversion. So like that put the twelve points. Our we played quite well. Um some phenomenal tackles. Uh, the, the tackle count when we look at the stats afterwards, uh, Scott Neal was just absolutely phenomenal. Johnny Murphy was uh, was actually on the bench because he, he had a, an injury against Boyne and was only coming back. So when Johnny came on, like even his tackle count for the for the twenty minutes that he was on was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I have to say the lads really really stood up to it. Um, couple of couple of like. Uh, Couple of really, really good performances like from the front row. Paddy Rogers had a, a superb game of prop. Um just dogged, dogged in what he was doing. Well, surely again, norm you know, just in his normal game. The lads really dug in. It was the like for a game I know it's, it, for a game that was twelve five, um it was actually a really, really good game of rugby. Just the conditions were poor. And we dealt with them. We're raging we didn't get a bonus point coming out. We did leave behind. We probably left it behind us. Um, and at the moment then, if we look at the league table, uh, we were our results didn't go our way. Uh, Ty got a bonus point. So let's put them two points ahead of us on the uh, at the top of the table. We're second on level points with Kilkenny got a, a, a good bonus point win against Dundalk and uh, Kildare will win. So that's put us, we're all on the same points. Uh, so the next couple of games are going to be really, really, really tight. Um, to be honest, I I think the league is going to be, could be decided. Uh, the Kilkenny, Kilkenny, the replay of the Kilkenny a tie match. Um, if a tie win that, uh, I would say the league will be there. So I can't see anyone else going to beat them. Uh, other than Kilkenny, so that game is going to be really, really tight. I'm sure James will talk about that next week. But um, you look at it, we're playing well. Uh, we've really good atmosphere in the camp. Uh, the coaches, the coaches are happy. The supporters are happy with the way we're playing. We probably left a couple of points early in the season, but look, we've we've got wins this season that we would we haven't gotten a while. We've got results at right at the last minute of the game. We dug. We're there's a little bit more bite in the team than there has been. Uh, you know, we've a, a really really good rotation of players. Um, it, there's a couple like even this week. There's uh, we'll have you know we'll get a couple. a couple of players being rotated, and I think we have from last year. I think we have five first five first time cup debuts, uh, from young lads coming up onto the bench and so on. So I mean, mm. there's a lot. There's a good squad of players within the club, uh, and we have to say like a, a compliment or seconds and the lads that are. The, we're getting good numbers of training. Training's intense. Like everyone is putting an effort in. There's huge effort from everyone that come comes up, and it's shown. Like you know that there's a little belief there that if you show any kind of potential at all, there's a chance. You know that you, you might get a run on the bench or whatever with the J one. So 
we're delighted that uh, that this is that the coaches are um you know they're not just looking at the old heads all the time they're they're putting faith in young players and and that's huge for us to see that uh, players who started in the club earlier on minis and whatever um are starting to work their way through into the senior squad so look we're probably we were delighted to get the win but probably this bit disappointed we didn't get a bonus point but uh, De La Salle might cause someone an upset before the season's out as well you know they're a good side have to like they're a good side they're just probably not firing the way they should fire but um, I would like to be playing them again uh, I suppose the key thing now is that's our finishing this weekend is cup we're out in the first round of the town's cup we're uh, blessed to be at home but we're playing Vine, um, who we've played twice in the league already. Um, we won't look at any of those two results because uh, we both games we played Vine, um, we know what they're capable of. They're a good side. Um, uh, they've their pack are quite their pack are quite strong. They've a couple of strike players in the backs that you have to watch out for. The scrum half is nippy. Uh, quick centre of a, a young lad there who's uh, from the 18s plays on the wing is serious pace um, and, and they have a, uh, their full back um, I know maybe coming towards the end of his career but a really really good really really good full back you know a kick a ball to him and he'll come right he'll, he won't just kick he'll actually you know he still still is not afraid to turn around and run back at you we'd be worried like, we'd be nervous enough it's not a, it's not a case as uh, people would say oh you know We've had two results against them in the league. This is not league, this is cup. And uh, yeah, Towns Cup produces all sorts of different results. So it does. We'll be very, very, uh, you know, our preparation was good. Tuesday night was a good session. We'll go through another run through tonight, um, short session just to, to fine tune. Um, look, we know, what we're, I suppose, we know what we're up against and they know what, they, what we're capable of. And, um, I'm sure they'll have their homework done again on this on this game, but like, uh, we would hope that they'll 16 man. We seem to have a we have a pre-match lunch, and there's been a good uh, buy into the pre-match lunch. So if that's a sign of the crowd that may come, we hope to get a, a decent crowd up to the up to the match on Sunday. Makes um, a huge difference. Um, which makes a huge difference. Does make uh, look to have the match at home. It doesn't yeah. matter who you play; is is a huge advantage. Um, but as I said, like the lads will be wary. They won't. This is not, uh, you know, this is a this is a tough. This is, as I said, this is cup. It's a, you know, Boyne be looking to make a point as well. They like, they're kind of they're they're safe enough in the league. They're safe enough in the league, so uh, they'll be looking to maybe you know have a good run in the town's cup. And um, like as I said, like we would be wary. But look. We've um, we've a good squad of players, and uh, we hope that uh, you know we'll, we'll manage to get out that win at the get out the win at the weekend. But uh, look, uh, we just <laughs> it's kind of a bit nervy every time it comes to the town's cup. Like we Absolutely. we love the town's cup. I, I don't know about other clubs. I keep saying on the on the on the podcast here how what a wonderful tournament it is. It, it's a it's a, it's a savage oh, tournament. It's it is and it's the pinnacle of junior rugby. I know we are with leagues and and all the rest of it, but I always find there's a different atmosphere in the club. There's a different atmosphere with the players. There's a whole thing, lads. As I said to you, lads are getting debuts. Like yeah. we, 
you know, you, you congratulate the lad for getting a run in the first uh, during the league, but it's not the same as, you know, it's a big thing to be picked for your, for your uh, it always has been in the club. Um, and I, I think for any club, it's a, a, always been a huge honour to, to get on a Towns Cup team, you know. So uh, I just wish the, the, the five lads won't name, won't name out the team. <laughs> But the five lads that were uh, <laughs> the five lads that are, are there, they know they are, and uh, just want to wish them the best of luck. I'm sure they'll enjoy it. Uh, that's the kind of the end of our, our adult rugby. Uh, the kids were out the weekend. Uh, the 18s went down to Wexford, a good strong Wexford side. Um, they're young, really young siding. Most of those, most of our 18s are actually. Technically under seventeen, we don't have a seventeen team. We combine our our um sixteens who move, the kids who move up from sixteens, um go straight into the eighteen system. And uh, for such a young side, they're performing really, really well. They went down to Wexford with the uh, was a lot to lose for both sides because we wanted to like we wanted to get into into the Premier uh, quarterfinals, like the. The top spot in the Premier League part of the 18s, and um, the last went down. I know Wexford got in, uh, got in two, got in two tries before half time, it was 12 nil. Um, but we got a superb, seemingly superb try by by Noah Augusty in the second half, and uh, the team really, really stuck it to them, and they got a, a losing bonus point, which. Got them into uh, fourth place in their league, so now they they managed to get their quarter final. They're going to play. The goal is to kind of play a Premier because you want to play the best. You know, if it has to be playing put down in Division One, that's not saying Division One is any that much lower, but it's just for their own sake they wanted to go play. That was their goal to kind of play a Premier. Um, so they've got themselves a, a quarter final, uh, a Premier quarter final. Um, Oscar Signy was a uh, player of the match. The 15s got they got a, a, a walk over. Uh, 14s without the 13s or the 14s lost to Navin were well beaten. Now it's a really really strong Navin side. Yeah, uh, the 16s travelled to Navin. Navin who were unbeaten have been I think they're unbeaten all season. Um, their side that's really they're developing really really well and have got a, a starting to pick up new players and um. Their side that has, they've John Lyons, one of our senior players, is given his given all his free time to come down and coach them with Derek Cope, and it's, it's great to have a, a senior player to come along and uh, you know put the effort into kids, and we hope to get more as it goes along. But you can see the way the kids react to them and the way they're playing. Uh, I think Navin were nineteen nil up at half time, and they came out at the second half, and, the, and Navin got two scores. But thing. Carla got three scores on three unanswered scores from that, and I just had to give a mention out to uh, Reen Kavner, John Hendrick, and Alfie Hendy, uh, Jack Dowling, and Lachlan Ryan, who all seemingly played out of their skin at the weekend. So look, we're happy the youths are there. They're all with decent enough numbers, um, and they're learning. Some of the teams, are, as I say, are young, or they they have a lot of newer players in, um, but they're all developing well. The 18 Rhinos lost to us a superb Wicklow side. They had a, an Irish uh, under 18 out half, and she only played 20 minutes of the game, but she absolutely caused havoc. Did um, damage. Huh? Did the damage early? Oh, she's, 
she's actually from the like she's she plays with the Southie. She plays with uh, she's in the Leinster setup now for uh, the under eighteen girls. But I have to say, full compliments to her. She's a, a, an absolute class act. But the girls played really, really, really well. Uh, the game was kind of over just after half time. Um, we were kind of struggling for numbers, and they decided to call the friendly for the second, the last bit of it. But the girls enjoy. Look, the main thing is, it's a great thing about rugby is to see things like that happen when, uh, to get a game played and for the girls to enjoy a game and go out and you know to be able to finish out a game and have a bit of crack and there's a lovely photograph of the two teams together after you know you be rivals. You know, Wicklow are probably the biggest rivals amongst anyone for girls rugby. They're you know. They they put an awful lot into their women's and into their girls' system, and we're all catching up. Now we are catching up. All the clubs are catching up, um, slowly but surely. But they've kind of been the what we've been kind of aimed at. Their structure is kind of what a lot of clubs have been aimed to get to, and we have, I have to say hats off to them for the work that they put into girls' rugby and to see the quality that was on the pitch from both sides uh, was phenomenal there on Saturday. Uh, or the 16s Rhinos got a, they had a, a walkover. They got a, their matches postponed in, in the cup, and, um, and the 14s got a good win. The, the 14 Rhinos got a good win. But it's great to see the girls, so many young girls playing rugby. Um, and if there's anyone out there who has a daughter um, looking to play, anyway interested in playing, please make contact with either uh, Tolo or Carlo for the, for the Rhinos. Doesn't matter what, whether they've never played before. It's a superb sport. There's great camaraderie between them, and uh, um, I'd say my own daughter is playing, and it totally changed her from as a teenager. From just she's got so much more confidence. She was kind of quiet and shy when she was kind of in primary school, but has really come out of herself. And that's and that's down to just the new friends that you make and. Uh, the camaraderie that you have when you're playing teams. I think she knows more players from other teams around around the country than she probably does in our club. But it's a uh, it's a great sport, and uh, as I say, I'll make a, a promo there for any girls, Absolutely. any girls that want to come and play. Do give it a try. Um, Carl will be doing give it a try in May, I think. Um, but it's well worth well worth having a go because I said it's a great sport. Yeah, absolutely. Here, here. Um, yeah, that's it. We'll know James Blanchfield this week, Tom, but we'll wish them the best of luck in his game and, of course, yourselves this weekend as well against Byne. I think the weather is to be generally okay this weekend for the Towns Cup stuff. So it's... Yeah, we better wish uh, Johnny, we better wish Johnny Tobin and the SETU uh, the best of luck in their first um, All-Ireland Colleges uh, Cup match. They're away to Queen's next Wednesday. And Johnny's doing a session, actually a training session in Carlo on um, on on Monday just to prepare for it. But uh, no, with Johnny and, and all the kids down there, a lot of them are playing with uh, Carlo and Tolo. So I wish best of luck to them. Hopefully they'll get the get the win there because the final is actually the final of that competition is actually in Carlo this year. Brilliant. So it'll be lovely for them to get to the, to make their way to the final. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for joining us, Tom. We had Paddy Brown on earlier there as well. And uh, enjoy the Six Nations this weekend. It gets off to a start. And of course, their own cup competitions in the Towns Cup and women's rugby, youths, and everything else as well. Thanks for joining us, Tom. We'll catch up with you next week. Thanks, Stephen.